0: This is the Humarian Health Podcast.
1: Spilling our guts for the well being of yours. So, we're back with the Humarian Health Podcast, and one of our guest authors um, and professionals, Jody Smith. How are you doing today, Jody? I'm doing great. Well, we're so excited to have you back on our podcast here, at least just for a couple minutes to answer some questions from our listeners that came in from the last um, personalized nutrition plan podcast that we did with you. So we have three questions uh, that we wanted to just kind of run by you and put back in front of our listeners and uh, just continue the conversation on how food impacts your overall health and, and lifestyle. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. Great. All right. So the first question that we, we have, and we actually hear this a lot because a lot of our listeners um, and fans are moms and very busy ladies. And so they were looking for ideas uh, for some easy ways that a busy family might prepare ahead of time for the week. Um, if you had any tips in terms of thinking about um, their their health and their nutrition and how they might get ahead of that that busy week when it comes to meal planning and nutrition.
0: I sure do, and I certainly fall into that category as well, having been a mom of five and homeschooling mom and working mom, I understand 100%, and there's a couple of things that I did through all the years that made things a lot easier. You know, We can tell people that eating healthfully is going to make them feel better, that there are a million benefits, but one of the things that we can't tell them is that it isn't going to take some time. So, the way that I handled that is I tried very diligently to set aside a couple of hours on Sunday and make that just like it was an appointment, mm, you know, okay. where it didn't get interrupted. I put it on my calendar, and that would be prep time. And just doing simple things, like, for example, it takes 45 minutes to cook brown rice. Okay. Who has 45 minutes at 6 <laughs> o'clock when everybody's hungry? Right, exactly. So, I mean, that's a that's a tough one. So... I would cook a great big huge amount of brown rice. You know, go buy a couple pounds, it's two to one, put it in a big, you know, my biggest pot, and away we'd go with that. Okay. And um, that would, I would then package it in two or three, depending on how many of my kids were still left at home, um, mm-hmm. pound, uh, bags, um, Ziploc bags in the freezer. So it would be two cups, four cups, six cups, you know, whatever. And um, that allowed me to be able to do a stir-fry in a few minutes because I had the brown rice.
1: Oh, that's a great idea. Now, the other
0: thing is vegetables. You know, that's the other thing that takes a little bit of time, and I know all of us have been guilty of buying a beautiful head of broccoli, stuffing it in the fridge, it gets in the back, you pull it out, it's yellow, it's gross. You're like, (laughs) forget it, I don't want to use this now, and then you're mad because you spent all that money on fresh vegetables. You never got to use them. So, my routine is when I get home from the grocery store, I go ahead and wash and prepare, semi-prepare, the things that I'm going to be using in the next, at least, say, three days or four days. So, broccoli gets cut into florets. Okay. Then, if you want it in a salad, you can cut it finer. But if it's cut in florets, it's ready to go. At that same time, I make baggies. And even if it just means opening up the bag of baby carrots and throwing some baby carrots and some broccoli or cauliflower or, you know, fill-in-the-blank and and some baggies, then when the kids are ready to go out the door, I'm ready to go out the door. It's already done. You can grab some veggies. They make those awesome little hummuses, you know, now in individual packs. You know, you can grab that and you've got a snack Mm -hmm. that's going to keep you from making bad choices through the day. So if those veggies are cut they are so much easier to use. And the same is true by making a salad base. You know, even if it's just opening up the box of those salad greens and sticking them in a bowl, you know, maybe you add a few things to it or maybe you're cutting romaine lettuce and, and, you know, adding some spinach to it or something like that, having a base for a salad, anything that won't slime. So maybe you put some carrots Mm. in there, maybe you put, you know, (laughs) a little bit of broccoli in there. Um, and you've got this base ready to go. Then you can add other stuff to it, depending on what you want, what kind of salad you want to make. But you've got the base going.
1: Got it. Actually, I love that. Uh, the, the, the scheduling, the time is huge, it right? is. You've got to make think, yourself think do think we're it, going to get to it, and we, we don't. don't.
0: And then one yeah. other thing that I want to throw out, because this is the fall, and everybody's, you know, looking at, I ask people to kind of follow the seasons as they cook and as they make choices, So right now, you know, squash is available. There's just so much awesome stuff. And I've been doing all these cooking classes and teaching people how to use butternut squash. But what I find is they buy the butternut squash and they never do anything with it. So again, the key is (laughs) peel it with a potato peeler, cut it in chunks, steam some, roast some. During my two hours, I'm going to have every single tray, every single... um, part of my oven and stove cooking something. So in the oven, maybe I have beets and and squash roasting um, because I can roast that ahead and then I can use it in a million ways. If I steam my butternut Mm -hmm. to make soup, I've been doing a recipe for some awesome butternut squash soup that most people just love with some cinnamon, a little bit of um, broth in it. And it's just super simple. You do it in the blender. It takes like two minutes. And then if you have the squash cooked, but if you don't have the squash peeled and cooked, it's like overwhelming to think about making that. So just thinking ahead of the things that take a little more time. The other thing that I always, always have in my freezer is I have a recipe that I call meatballs for every meat. And they're just little meatballs. They're a third meat, a third vegetable, and a third grain. And you can mix up the grains. You can mix up the vegetables. They're just shredded vegetables. But if I have meatballs, I can make a stir fry, I can do a salad, I can do a pasta sauce, I can do all kinds of things like in two minutes or less, you know, those those kinds of easy meals that often are um, needed at the last second when you don't have time, when you say, okay, call Pizza Hut, you know, all or right. whatever. Right. So those are some of the things that I do.
1: I love it. Or I could just hire you to come to my house on Sunday and cook with me. <laughs>
0: this maybe. be a yes. good idea. Well, my husband and I do that as a, as a team oh, because great. he's awesome with cooking, with cleaning up after me, and then a lot of, he's just wonderful about that, and he doesn't seem to mind it. And we talk and we share, and, you know, he can do prep stuff, and oh, yeah. I throw it together, and it's kind of a cool time together.
1: That's great. Yeah, my husband and I are a good tag team. He's he's good on the grill um, and doing the meats and exactly. things. And I spend a lot of time in the kitchen, so that's that's great. Cool. Well, those are super practical ideas, and I definitely, like I said, I love the if you kind of so if you don't schedule it, it's probably not going to happen randomly in your life, right? So if you know, amen. Spend a couple yep, hours good. every Sunday. That's great. So, kind of, I guess, maybe building on that then, I mean, we have folks that are talking about, you know, where do I start basically? Like, this sounds fantastic, you know, butternut squash soup. That's, I want to do that or whatever. Um, And so they're really maybe starting from the ground up, right? With healthy eating. Yeah. And so are there maybe two or three things that you would say, this is a good place to start your journey?
0: Absolutely. again, I, I am a huge believer that small changes yield big results. So the first thing that I tell folks is don't start with the no's. Start with the yeses. Hmm. okay? Because if you start with the no's, oh, I can't have any gluten. Oh, I can't have any sugar. That's you know, that's crummy. That makes you feel uncomfortable. That makes you feel like thing you're being deprived. Right. But start with the yeses. My first place that I always ask everyone to start, is as I, I mentioned in my program that I did with you all, seven servings of vegetables a day lowers your cancer risk by 50%, your heart disease risk by 50%, and your diabetes risk by 50%. Most all of us need more veggies. And so rather than starting with the negative, mm-hmm. Start with the positive and say to yourself, how am I going to get those three servings of raw vegetables with lunch? How am I going to get the two cooked and two raw with dinner Mm -hmm. that I need to make that seven? And start thinking about ways to add veggies. And I was just with my daughter doing a um, a program at her work and uh, corporate luncheon. Excuse me. And one of the things that she was telling the folks. There, she said, one of the things my mom used to always do with me is we went to the grocery with her and we picked new vegetables we'd never tried. Hmm. And then we made it an event to prepare yeah. them. So for moms out there, you know, it's hard to have individual time with your kids. I have five of them. So, mm-hmm. you know, our date would go to the grocery
1: store. <laughs> That's great. Well, It
0: doesn't sound like that much fun, but we made it fun. Yeah. And then when we came home, we had to figure out how we were going to prepare these odd things. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about the very first time we prepared artichokes that was <laughs> years ago. But, yeah. you know, we made it an event. We did things like we grabbed chopsticks and ate stir fry um, and threw some new things into stir fry because I found out you can almost always stir fry anything. So if you can if you can come up with a way to make it a little more creative and a little more fun to add those veggies, that's awesome. And then another area that most people are just doing really poorly in is drinking enough water. And that sounds so basic and stupid and, and foundational, but literally you need water more than you need food. And if you can just figure out a way to get that half your body weight and ounces of water in... And um, one of the things that I, I say to folks is figure out how much that is, put it in a container. And then the only thing that counts as water is water and herb tea or sparkling water. So every time you drink that amount of water, take it out of your container. And then if you've got three-fourths of your container left at 9 o'clock at night, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're going to be up all night drink going it to the all. bathroom. <laughs> exactly. You've got to get yeah. that down. And it only takes one or two nights to pee in all night. And lo and behold, <laughs> you're drinking water all through the day. I so love it. that Again, it sounds like a silly thing, but it's really, really easy. And in light of that drinking more water, start making herbal tea that you keep. I went out and bought at the dollar store a gallon container. Filled it up with a gallon of reverse osmosis water, put in five tea bags of celestial seasoning tea, blueberry I think was well maybe it wasn't blueberry back in those days but whatever any fruity flavor you like um, lemon zinger you mm-hmm. know any mm-hmm. kind of the zingers throw five tea bags in there and you have a whole pitcher of tea. And I was doing a class the other night, and I'm using the apple cinnamon because we happened to get a bunch of boxes on a really great sale. Mm-hmm. And so I put the apple cinnamon in there, and I put a couple of um, droppers of ste- of the uh, um, English tossy stevia. Mm. And I told everybody it was a caramel apple drink, and I'm telling you, my whole classes were just like, "This is so good! And that's it tastes perfect. just like a caramel apple."
1: Oh, so that you can amazing.
0: do some fun stuff that's, that is truly water. You know, that counts as water.
1: Mm-hmm. That's great. That makes a ton of sense. And I know we all like to be able to do the, th- like the things we want to do, right? So to be able to say yes to things instead of go through the list of naming off the things that we should not be doing from a diet perspective. Correct. Yeah, that makes it. You of
0: know, sense. if you're eating seven servings of veggies, come on now.
1: I mean, you really
0: <laughs> are not going to have that much room left for a bunch of junk.
1: And this is true, And
0: that's the great thing is you're taking, you're, you're filling a need because I like to eat. And if I can find things I like to eat, then I'm not going to eat the things I don't like, you know, I don't want to eat. But I want to eat some stuff that's good, and it fills me up. And remember that if you chew for 20 minutes, it turns off that apostat and tells you you're full. Mm. So we need to chew, and vegetables are a great place to get started with that.
1: Great. Cool. Well, so the last question we have actually kind of maybe started to answer it a little bit in the previous question when you talked about taking your kids to the grocery store and sort of making food an adventure. But, um, you know, a lot of us have some, let's call them picky eaters in our house, whether it's our spouse or significant other or maybe a kid or two who just for whatever reason, you know, they're more of the the hot dog and macaroni and cheese crowd. Um, And about the time you try to introduce broccoli or certainly like artichokes or something. It might not go so well. No! Exactly. So, I mean, do you have good recipes or sources for recipes or just tips maybe for helping to introduce these ideas to those picky eaters in your family?
0: I do. I have thousands of recipes on my site, and there's lots of information. I have lots of education about picky eaters. But start here. um, One of the things that I believe is really legitimate, and this is especially for moms, but it, it can stretch even to wives and uh, significant others where you can you can be sneaky. There's nothing wrong <laughs> with being sneaky, okay? And I had a kid, um, one of my kids just went on a vegetable strike. And, I mean, this kid wasn't <laughs> going to eat vegetables no matter what. And he was like, at, between that two and four age is the really awful age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was just, just. I mean, you could sit on him, you could cram it in his mouth, but <laughs> he's going to spit it back out. So I just had decided, oh my gosh, the kid's going to die if I don't get some good nutrition in him. And he wasn't really going to die, but you know, it felt like it because <laughs> right. he was eating so just carbs, 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 and carbs. So listen, I learned to be the expert at sneaking vegetables into pancakes, muffins, <laughs> waffles, biscuits, nice. you name it. And so those were the kinds of things that he would eat. So I just started. Um, that's where some of my surprise cookies came in because they had a whole serving of, the, of vegetables in including cabbage and broccoli. What? And I <laughs> cabbage did, um, cookies pancakes. <laughs> oh, uh, you you can't even believe it, but I'm telling you what, if you can cut it small enough or blend it,
1: oh, you can
0: okay. get it in there.
1: That's cool. And, okay.
0: and it's it really works. And then the other thing, I think, is what I talked about in making it fun. You know, if you go, okay, come on, kids, come on, hubby, you're going to have to eat these gross vegetables, let's sit down and get the job done, you know, but if you if you serve anything with chopsticks, especially with boys, just be sure they don't stab each other with them, <laughs> but they go crazy, and they think it's really fun. They don't even care about the food they're eating, they're trying to pick it up with the dang chopsticks, right. so... You know, you can do some fun things. You can put on some mariachi music and, and uh, you know, make a Mexican night and try jicama for the first time. Oh, you know, nice, serve yeah. it with a dip that people like. You know, that it's something. take something you like and then make it into something, you know, different. And you, you mentioned mac and cheese. Well, you know, one of the great things now is a lot of the companies, you know, Amy's has at least a better version of mac and cheese without mm-hmm. all the total junk in it. You can mm-hmm. take it in steps. You know, to introduce whole grain pasta to my family years ago when it first came out, I did half and half. Okay. Half traditional, yeah, half of the whole grain. When we started going gluten free, because we weren't celiac, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't a, a half to kind of thing. We did half and half. Okay. And trying new, you know, new things with old things that you know you already like. And then, listen, I am not above bribery. I will pay. I will give points. I have used every kind of bribery on the face of this earth. Nice. To convince them to eat things.
1: A point system. I like it. Earn your. It's like gamify- gamifying your diet. Kids should probably get into that a lot, actually.
0: <laughs> well, and you wouldn't believe, even with husbands, you know, saying, <laughs> okay, if we start eating better, then we're going to do, you know, we're going to work towards this trip or we're yeah, going to work yeah. towards this event, this cool thing that we can we can do. So, um, again, I'm just I'm just all over trying to make it uh practical, doable and um, you know, fun. Yeah. Because this shouldn't be torture. Right. Exactly. And with kids and with adults too, but kids you really see it. Remember that it's your brain that tells your taste buds what it likes. And we forget that. We think, oh, well, our taste buds, you know, rule our world, but they don't. Mm -hmm. It's the brain that convinces the taste buds. The example I always give is in Africa, they eat termites or the grapey conkin termites. They are like the delicacy of the world. And um, they roast them a special way. And when they give them to you, it's like, um, you know, it's like this is a gift. And you ought to be the happiest person on the whole earth to get these termites, you know, and right. we would look at that and go, oh my gosh, I'm not putting that in my mouth. <laughs> right. But seriously, the kids just look like, oh my gosh, you're getting the candy, you're getting the yeah. candy, why don't I get the candy? Yeah. <laughs> and the the thing is, is that's because their brains have told them this is a good thing. Right. So the more we talk about it, the more we explain it, the more we give reasons for what we like and why we like it and what it's going to do for our body, you can just watch these kids turn into, you know, total healthy eaters because they're going to be superheroes. You know, if they can, Popeye and spinach, you know, clear back to my (laughs) day, nobody knows Popeye anymore. I know Popeye. You know, that that absolutely changed, um, you know, changed spinach. And good grief, he was eating canned spinach, which I don't know how you could get anybody to eat that stuff. And yet Popeye did, you know what I mean? So I think VeggieTales and some of the the new, um, you know, heroes of our world, we can utilize things like that to say it's good, it's okay. With teenagers, I tell them all about sports heroes. I tell them about how careful um, they are with their diet if they Mm -hmm. want the edge. Mm -hmm. So the key is to give us a
1: reason to want to eat healthy too.
0: And, you know, when I talk about cancer levels to a, 14 year old, they're not so interested.
1: Right. Exactly. Well, that is great. I appreciate your feedback. The thing that I love about talking about you is everything is so practical, right? So I was taking notes and we asked three questions and here's kind of the 60 second summary of what I heard. And you can totally tell me if this is not right, but schedule time, start with yes, and be sneaky and fun with your food. If you have picky eaters. (laughs) I don't think That's you can get it. more practical there you than goes. that. <laughs> That's yep,
0: fantastic. exactly. And and you know, don't give up. We've yeah. all had failures. I have bookends that were supposed to be loaves of bread. <laughs> so, you know, don't give up. If you fail once, who cares? Just yeah. pitch it and start again. Don't don't beat yourself up. So, and it can really be fun and then it turns into a lifestyle and then it's easier than doing it the old way. So, right. just remember it really can be done. And I'm excited for folks to get started on their journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I thank you for joining us again, Jody. And your site is platology.com. When you mentioned that you have lots of recipes on your site, that is the site, platology.com. People should definitely check it out. There's lots of great resources there. Um, And so, yeah, we're super excited. I'm sure that we will continue to get questions and would love to have you back uh, in the future. I'd love it. All right. Thanks so much.
0: Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger,
1: Humarian Health Podcast,
0: spilling our guts
1: for the well-being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck@humarian.com.